Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Loud and Local continues on The Rock with Kevin Deers, 99.9 KISW. Hey, what's up? It's Loud and Local here on KISW, The Rock of Seattle. Right now I have a band that's The Rock of Tacoma. Skating Polly. What's going on? Hey, Hi. nothing much. Rainy day, cold. Yes, typical, typical. <laughs> You got some coffee, you got some waters, we're hanging out, and and um, first off, tell me what your name is and what you do in Skating Polly. Uh, my name is Kelly Mayo, and I'm the, I'm a singer in it, and uh, bass and guitar sometimes, and keyboard sometimes, player in our band. <laughs> okay. Uh, my name is Peyton, and I mostly play guitar, but I also hop around to bass and drums sometimes. Wow. And I'm Curtis, uh, I play drums primarily and i have a couple songs where i play guitar so well, you could like start an entirely different band where you play <laughs> other instruments right like that's amazing that you all you all have so many you're all multi-instrumentalists you can just jump on and, and that's really cool that's awesome we tried to kind of go with that like mindset of like i can't play any instrument but i love to play with all the instruments that's 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 cool. what i okay with. Yeah. <laughs> uh what is it um uh, jack of all trades, master of none. Yeah, right? yeah, kind yeah. Of totally. That's my approach. Mm-hmm. Go for it. Oh, this looks fun. Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, so, okay, let's jump into the name, Skating Polly. Where, where's it come from? Oh, man. So this band started when me and Peyton were 9 and 14. And uh, we, you know, we so we had 9 and 14-year-old brain. We wanted to have stage names at first. So instead of being Kelly and Peyton, we were going to be Kate and Polly. But then I was really into roller derby. I was really excited about the movie Whip It that was going to come yes. out. And I was like, wouldn't it be tough if we were called Skating Polly? Yeah. I can't skate at all. I'm not a good skater. Peyton's, Peyton can penny board. Curtis, you, you kind of fall every time you skate, right? Like I, you, I can longboard, but yeah, I don't, I'm not <laughs> good at it. You know, I'm not. So, I mean, I appreciate our skater fans, but we're not skaters. It was literally just a nine-year-old brain decision of, yeah, we're skating Polly. And yeah. then we just we kept it. I like you. That's awesome. Uh, thanks for, uh, you know, giving me the origin story in Marvel terms of skating <laughs> Polly. Uh, so, y'all have an interesting origin story in the sense that y'all grew up in, in Oklahoma. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. So, tell me, you know, about growing up and meeting at 9 and 14 or being lifelong friends or, you know... Um, well, our parents met at law school. That's amazing. Whenever I was probably 11 and Kelly would have been like six or seven. Wow. And, um, yeah, we've just 
grown up together since then. Our parents got together pretty quickly. We're stepsisters. And Kurt's yeah. Kelly's biological brother. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, we've just been um, really close pretty much since we met. My dad, like, was never, he dabbled with, like, again, with playing instruments, sure. but never, he was never really a musician. Yeah. And he, but he had a lot of instruments around the house and he just loved music and was always showing me and Curtis music throughout our whole childhood, like watching music videos and listening to music on. Car trips. What was kind like of bands? One of our favorite. I mean, uh, bands kind of all over the place. The um, same bands that I still listen to now. Yeah. I mean, like we had Curtis. What, what were the music videos we watched the most of? We watched the Beastie, Beastie Boys, Boys music videos all the time. Uh, Eminem, pretty big <laughs> in the household. Uh, a lot all. of like hip hop and then like punk stuff. Like the Ramones is really big for us as growing up. Nirvana, um, and then just like. You know, other stuff would just kind of show up, like Pixies and Babes in Toyland were some of our parents' favorite stuff. Babes in um, Toyland was my first, like, like love. When when I heard Babes in Toyland and when I realized that the vocals were all one person going, the, her, Kat Bielan's, like, soft vocals to her crazy scream, I was like, yep, this is my calling. This is what I want to do. I, I need hear to some of that influence. That. <laughs> yeah, now that you kind of pinpoint it, that's awesome. Wow. So, so you know, all over the place, that's a very, you know... Uh, interesting, like BC Boys to, to Babes in Toyland or Ramones, uh, <laughs> raised on really good music, um, but in Oklahoma. So tell me a little bit about like Oklahoma music scene. Is there a solid like you know underground there, music scene? There or? actually are some really cool bands from Oklahoma. Is it Oklahoma City where you were? Um, Norman and Oklahoma City, okay. yeah. Uh, and then we lived in a suburb of Oklahoma City, but. Yeah, like um, the Chainsaw Kittens are from okay. Oklahoma. Great band. Um, you know, lead singer Tyson Mead, who we became friends with. Flaming Lips. Uh, Starlight Mints, which is like like really good, like creative, weird pop, you know, with yeah. just these interesting parts. Um, me and Peyton grew up, like when we first, when we were first going to a lot of shows, which which is was basically how we started our band. We just were like, we're in a band now. And we made our the people who would come to our concerts, we'd have mandatory concerts in the house that all of our family had to okay, attend. Okay, I like it. <laughs> but then it was like, we're in a band, so we need to go see other bands. And the first like local bands we fell in love with like of our time were Broncho, and they're still together and they're still great. Um, the Boom Bang, uh, the Feel Specters. But yeah, Broncho. The Feel Specters. The Feel mm-hmm. Specters. That's like, amazing. Yeah, like wacky pop, like, you know, in, like really colorful production choices. And a rock little bit too, of a playoff Feel Specter. That's amazing. That's yeah. Awesome. <laughs> um, but yeah, Broncho, especially. I mean, the, Broncho took us on our first tour. Wow. I have a lyric about Broncho. What year was that? 2012. Okay. Yeah, 2012. Um, so I was 12. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Right on. Well, okay. So then obviously moving to the Northwest, what brought y'all to Tacoma specifically, or was it Seattle that brought you and, and when was that? Well, um, we're family uh, and it was, I mean, as much, I, I, we all loved Washington. Like me and Peyton got to record our third record with Calvin Johnson wow. in Olympia. Yeah. And 2013 is I believe when we recorded it. And I think it maybe came out in 2014. Don't quote me on that. Um, something like that, though. And so that was the first time we came to Washington. My parents had always romanticized Washington because my dad was such a big Nirvana fan, yeah, um, yeah. especially. 
Um, so like actually getting to see it and like, wow, it really is so green. And I actually really like the rainy weather. And at least there's not as many rednecks. And <laughs> that's kind sure, of like how we all sure. felt. You know, we were super there's stoked. There's a few. There's a few. But, yeah. you know, you guys got these cool cities, you know. So anyway, my parents just basically it, it was their decision. I was only 15, so yeah. I didn't have much of a say in it. But we moved to Tacoma because it was in between Seattle yeah. and Olympia. And by that point, we'd already played Seattle, too, and also really loved Seattle. I don't know. Yeah. It was an affordable option for my parents, and now we're well acquainted with Tacoma and big yeah. fans of it. <laughs> Tacoma has a, you know, it might not be uh, to the surface what you might see as, like, a really amazing music scene, but if you just, like, honestly go there and go to a show at a Real Art or a Plaid Pig or, you know, uh, a Jazz Bones or, you know, multi or Alma Mater yeah. There is such a rich and vibrant scene of, you know, bands like Alex Vile, young bands, she, you yeah, know. She's so cool. Yeah, yeah she's yeah. played with us a couple times. Young yeah. bands, young kids, and then hip-hop and, and rock and metal and punk. There is such an awesome, and it's a little bit more um, blue-collar town, a little bit more blue-collar mm -hmm. city, uh, and, and just, I love it. I love going down to Tacoma. I love seeing shows from, you know, when I was a kid, my first show experiences were in Tacoma because oh, there no was way. a Christian punk club called Club Impact that my mom oh. felt comfortable bringing me to, you know, and she would drop me off and I would be like, drop me off around the corner. I don't want my <laughs> friends to see, you know, and, and so I would go there and see these bands and most of them weren't Christian. They just, it was a Christian venue, right? And then I would see these metal bands that... You know, certainly we're not Christian, but uh, <laughs> but my mom thought, you know. That's so. But yeah, so my youngest memories were Tacoma. So um, yeah, so but but you guys love it. Yeah, 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 I do. It's awesome. I, I mean, yeah, I mean, I've been here. We've been here for a while now. Um, but yeah, I think it's I think it's just really beautiful city too, which is. It's so different from, I mean, Oklahoma's beautiful in its own way, too. I mean, every time I go back there, I'm like, oh, wow. But but we don't have the ocean. We don't have mountains. We don't have hills, you know. Like, would you guys ever move back? I don't know that I would. I don't know that I'd move back to Oklahoma. I mean, I, I like how cheap it is. I like my family and my friends. And I have, like, nostalgic places. Sure. But it's not like, you know. There's a lot of places I'd like to live before I live okay. there again. Yeah, I love going back, <laughs> but I don't think I'd ever move back. Yeah, I... It, if, if something if if thing something really cool happened or something really bad happened, I'd go back to Oklahoma. I guess. <laughs> like, but yeah, it'd have to be a pretty big change. You get canceled, you have to go you know, <laughs> hide out in Oklahoma, right? It's the no spin zone. Exactly, there, yeah. Curtis. So when did you join Skating Polly? Because uh, you know they were playing together in nine fourteen. Yeah, I joined in twenty seventeen. Awesome. Uh, after so whenever they we. The family moved up to Washington. I was mm -hmm. still going to high school in Oklahoma. And I, after I graduated, I moved up. And then I was kind of just practicing drums on my own. And then, like, on their kit whenever they weren't practicing. Mm -hmm. And then it kind of just became, like, it was just kind of bleeding over into, like, oh, I'd be, they'd be working on, or done practicing and just be working on a song. And I'd come jump in and play drums for a little bit. Yeah, me and, and Kurt started jamming together a lot. Yeah. So it just kind of happened pretty naturally. Um after a while and you know it's it's yeah it's it's been really crazy Re really cool ever since so yeah did the big, you, oh sorry uh, no, no, no. did you have any drummer inspirations um you know at the time i was like really into like keith moon yeah. and um i'm a really big 
uh, can fan. So okay, that yeah, right. that's those those guys are my a favorite. young man with old man taste. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's definitely uh, me in a nutshell. That's amazing. Um, <laughs> Yeah, he's a boomer in a in a young man's body. Yeah, <laughs> Kurt saves me. Like Kurt, like uh, there there are all these times where I try to have conversations because I can I vaguely know what I'm talking about, and I'm like, wait, Curtis, Curtis, who's that person in that movie about that thing? Who's that musician with in that band about that song? And then Kurt's like, you mean so and so? And I'm like, oh, thank God, thank God. He's a walking encyclopedia. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I like it. That's awesome. So let's go into one of your songs. You know, we're we're hitting all the points. We're blabbering. We're getting the origin story. Well, a lot of people probably haven't heard the band yet. Let's go into the band. Uh, Little Girl Blue and the Battle Envy. And the Battle. Okay, uh, <laughs> this appears on which album? The Make It All Show, our last record. Amazing. So it's been five years. Mm-hmm. Okay, you've done a extensive touring on this record. Yeah. Yeah. Are you tired of it yet? <laughs> Oddly enough, no. No, I'm not. I'm still not. I mean, because we had that that two year timeout because of the yes. pandemic. Yes. Yes. Um, no, they all still. I'm, I still really like all. They're all the still songs. bangers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're all just really good, man. I don't know. I don't know. They're probably the best music in the world. <laughs> um, so, where does the name come from? Of this song. Yeah. Um, the lyrics. I don't know. I I basically the the phrase. That was one of the first lyrics that fell out of my mouth when we were writing the melody. Melody yeah. was "Little Girl Blue, Why Aren't You Fighting Here with Me?" and I'm like, basically uh, singing to myself or something mm. like, "Why aren't why why aren't you up for the fight? Why aren't you you know?" Um, and the battle envy is like, kind of referring to like people romanticizing, you know, the things you're struggling through, like people people be, being jealous of like the, these. Uh, these wars that you go to because I think that like that that's where the that's where the interesting bits are or something totally. you know like oh what I don't know yeah so it's kind of like you you see my battles as this like great thing that I've w- walked out of but actually it's hard and tough gosh darn it <laughs> um, we're gonna go into it it's uh, skating Polly here on Loud and Local.
from mom answer it call silenced instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game that's why they make ordering from your couch easy stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game you have 47 new voicemails download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollars per order additional terms apply I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. That was a song by Skating Polly here on Loud and Local. It's 99.9 KISW, The Rock of Seattle. And and we're hanging out with the band uh, here on a nice, beautiful, sunny, no, rainy (laughs) Northwest day. is Is it pretty much, is it? Similar? Is it very rainy in Oklahoma, or is it the the weather in Oklahoma is just completely random? It's okay. like it's it's just like 
rolling a dice or something. I mean, there's tornadoes one day, and then the next day it'll be so scaldering hot, and then it'll be like ice storm. We hit you with an ice storm, and it's it's just very you know schizophrenic, chaotic, yeah. whatever you want to call it. Yeah, um, random. <laughs> kind of how like April is there. Yeah, definitely it can be snowing or eighty degrees or where whatever. It's just. <laughs> You really have no idea. Yeah. Okay. And it feels like uh, the weather is, like, because I guess, like, Tornado Alley is kind of shifting east. So now we're getting all these really weird, like, uh, or they are getting all these weird, like, desert-type storms where mm-hmm. they just kind of roll in really quick and it's just crazy lightning and thunder for a little bit. And then it's just gone within, like, 45 minutes. Wow. I do miss thunderstorms. Yeah. We don't really have, you guys don't have thunder and light. I mean, we don't have thunder yeah. and lightning here as much. It's just Yeah, where do you rain. live now? Are you Seattle? Um, are you Tacoma? Or are you? I'm are balancing you Oklahoma? between Tacoma and <laughs> and Los Angeles, I think, at the moment. But some, I still feel like I'm not like a true. Uh, ever since we moved, we've been touring so much. Like yeah. ever since we've moved, we've kept moving. Like as as as, as in we've been in motion so much that I still feel like sure, like this is my home. Mm-hmm. But is it my home? Like is it like do I do I know it well enough? Have I earned that 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 um, badge that pin? Are you a home? Northwesterner? I don't know. I don't know. Uh-huh. Can I drink black coffee? You're I trying. I'm trying. <laughs> uh, so coming out of, you know, lockdown and then shows open up and, and then tours open up, y'all went pretty hard and you're going hard, right? Or at yeah. least you're, you may be pausing for, you know, what, what we'll get into is recording an album <laughs> and whatnot, but um, pretty nonstop touring, huh? Yeah. Yeah, we've been really trying to. Um, on top of the pandemic happening and putting pause on things. We also, I had surgery, two surgeries on my my throat, on, wow. my, on my voice. Um, the, did you have like polyps? In your- worse than polyps, it was cysts. Wow. And I was like, and, and they're, yeah, it can be, they can be really, just really bad. And yeah. so I had to have two surgeries and it was, I was basically told January 4th, I want to say, of 2020 that I was going to be out of commission for, Probably two years. And perfect. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. It's not wild. perfect, uh, you know, exactly situation, but hey. <laughs> but no. I mean, coincided I, with a worldwide pandemic. Yeah. I mean, if I had to pick a pocket, it was a pretty good one. <laughs> um, so, no, it was, it, it, that was, yeah, bizarre. <laughs> so we have been touring nonstop and just trying to, yeah, I we it was like we didn't make a record though during that pocket of the pandemic because i was on vocal rest so it was like let's go back on the road let's get as in shape as possible we had all these songs and then it was a matter of finding the time to to bang them out and and then we made the record and then uh and it's 18 songs and wow and then we just were like let's keep touring until we can put out the record now let's just do band stuff band stuff Mm -hmm. as much as we can (laughs) are you is your voice okay now yeah awesome I think it's it's I honestly think it's better than ever. My range is is both lower and higher. Wow. Um I just feel like my connection to it. Yeah. It's like I really resisted learning any technique or taking lessons because I thought that would like make me cheesy or or mm-hmm. not be as raw or hardcore, but I mean, that's I it's it's not like people are coming to skating poly shows or listening to my music to watch me like bang myself in the head with a hammer like the point isn't yeah. for me to destroy my my voice the point is hopefully for the songs and stuff um, so it's like a romanticized self-destruction but at the same time if you want to keep it like yeah. as an actual life yeah. and 
Because also, I switch between screaming and, and singing these challenging parts, you know, so yeah. I want to be able to do both still, and I still can mm-hmm. scream, but I just don't, you know, scream to the point of being hoarse every single night, because it's like, I'm not going to take that risk. Um, you don't need to do the, like, cannibal corpse, <laughs> you know, yeah. like, screaming, like, your face off, you know, you can give yourself a, did you take vocal lessons to, like, learn how to, like, scream from your, what, diaphragm and what, is that kind of the I worked approach? With, yeah, I worked with, like, a coach, and, yeah. yeah, it's, the diaphragm stuff, yeah, but then also, like, vibrating through your face, especially because mm. I just sing so high on mm. so many things, it's, like, finding this, like, nasal cavity vibration, really really helped me and then warm-ups 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 i tell it to all my friends who have problems with their voice and it's usually guys and they're always like yeah i'll deal with that when i have to smoke some cigs and i mean yes i'll (laughs) smoke some cigs no no i'm fine i'm gonna have another beer i'm like vocal warm-ups vocal warm-ups use and then they're like i bought a steamer i'm fine i'm like you still need vocal (laughs) warm-ups it's really really good it's cool i'll just switch to vape man it's all good (laughs) um that's okay so so you mentioned that you had to take this break, but then you were out touring. Did you, uh, d- was there, how how was that, you know, going back from, you know, surgery and then going into touring? Did you need to, like, how long were you out of actual commission um, before you were able to go out and start kind I of think, testing it with the, the road? I think it was, I was, it was probably a year and a, year. a half of on and off again vocal rest, like okay. vocal rest to different degrees. So it could be like, a week of total silence and then like wow. and then they start being like okay you can speak five sentences a day now ten sentences a day and then that's that's really hard to actually gauge mm-hmm. and, and they always say stop before before you feel irritated stop before it feels weak stop before you feel tired and that's also really hard to do because it feels really rude to be like hi how are you and then someone answers and then you're like cool and then all of a sudden you just have to stop talking in the conversation because you're out of your sentences and then you feel like a jerk <laughs> and also your personality is your talking voice and I love talking and I love singing <laughs> it sucked it sucked but then yeah. Then we basically, as soon as I got the green light, we like got together, really, you know, strapped down, finished mm-hmm. the record because we had all these songs floating about, and we were like, no, no, let's finish them. And then we went in to record, and then that got delayed because our producer had um like this family crisis, ba- basically like yeah. it was a family member got ill, and then um. So we ended up going on tour first, and then when uh-huh. we came back, recording was way easier because yeah. <laughs> yeah. we were tighter. <laughs> favorite places you've toured in the last couple of years? Mm, my favorite place to tour is just Germany. Yeah, uh, I'm going there in. in a, I love uh, it. I'm not going to go <laughs> play music there, but I'm going there on a vacation in the in the fall. Where? Oh, nice. Um, we are going to. My girlfriend would know. Berlin. We're starting in Berlin. Oh, one of my favorite Berlin. cities. I and love And then we're going to go to Denmark after that. Oh, oh, I've never been never to Denmark. Been, yeah. Yeah, but I love, so, so touring in Germany, you love it? Yeah, I love it. Um, the crowds, like people show up to shows in Germany. Yeah. Um, I, I love, one thing I love about touring Europe is that the venues really like accommodate the bands. Like they will hook us up with a place to sleep. Yeah. And they'll feed us. Sometimes they'll feed us breakfast lunch and dinner and then Amazing. the next day is breakfast and then sometimes then one time the next day is breakfast and lunch shout out to stuttgart <laughs> cafe gallo <laughs> um, um yeah so um and they have the best vegan food so like the venues awesome. make you your food yeah um sometimes a lot of times especially in germany they sure. do a lot of homemade food and like whenever you're advancing the shows it's like oh we have like one vegetarian and one vegan or whatever and they make the best vegan food in germany how awesome 
That's really cool. Barcelona. I love Spain. I mean, I, I don't know. I can never pick where my favorites, like all-time favorites. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I really like playing Seattle and Tacoma because yeah. it really does feel yeah. like, I feel like at this point we have two hometowns, you know, and so it's like this is our hometown, one of our hometown shows, and then when we go to Oklahoma, that's like the other hometown show, and I don't know. Yeah, mm. love Oklahoma City, love mm. L.A., Minneapolis, Mm, Chicago, oh my gosh! Um, All right, we're cutting you off. All right, <laughs> lot. There's a lot. Y'all are are globe trotting, and uh, you you finally get time to make a record. Let's talk a little bit about it. Who'd you work with? We worked with Brad Wood, um, the same guy who did the Make It All show. Awesome. He's most known for doing Liz Fair's Exile in Guyville. Yes. Also an 18 song record. You know, so that's actually part big of influence. What- yeah, yeah, huge influence. I mean, we'd wanted to work with Brad um, for a very long time. Yeah. And then we, when we did the EP, we did an EP with Nina and Louise from Veruca Assault, and he made their first record. How cool. And he recorded our EP together, and then, yeah, so. Did that, she find you, or did you find her? We were, yeah, um, basically they had been introduced to our music from a mutual friend. Cool. And, uh and it was like, would you guys want to try to write some songs together? And we were like, heck yeah. So so cool. So we did. <laughs> and, That's amazing. Yeah. And Louise, is, Louise Post from Brook Salt's putting out her solo record really soon on our same label. It's amazing. What label? El Camino. El Camino. Right on. Right yeah. on. So uh, when is the album going to be out? Are you able to m- mention that? June 23rd. June 23rd. Right on. And the name of it? Chaos County Line. Chaos County Line. Awesome. You're going to have it on vinyl? It's going to be on vinyl? Cool. Yeah. Cool. Vinyl, right CD, probably. Yeah, yeah, vinyl, CD. Awesome. Streaming. <laughs> E-track, cassette, A-track, all the stuff. track yeah. <laughs> all the stuff. That's awesome. Um, so, <laughs> kind of buried the lead here. You guys are going to be playing May 5th at Belltown Bloom. Holy crap. This is why we're doing this conversation. And I got so into... <laughs> yeah. uh, you guys are going to be playing Belltown Bloom May 5th and 6th at the Crocodile. Uh, is going to be three different venues. It's all presented by the Crocodile. And uh, it's going to be... Let's get it. I can say them because I can bleep it, okay? okay. We got L7, Riot, Mannequin, Thunder, Zella Day, Skating Polly, Pearl and the Oysters, Thelma and the Sleaze, Aileen, Valentine, LaFonda, awesome new record by LaFonda, Vicky Farewell, Prom Queen, Susu Spoonbenders, Aileen and Wes, Ancient uh, Pools, Byland, Carly Calbero, so many. There is going to be Zoo Kraut, great band. Uh, There's going to be a lot of local representation here, um, being fans of the 90s. Alternative rock. I bet you're stoked to play with L7. Oh my gosh! Yeah, we we got to open for them oh, back cool. in uh, 2015 at the Fonda, and then we also I've, I've hung out with Danita a couple times. Yeah, they're incredible. No, That's I'm awesome. super yeah. excited to see them again. Cool, right on. So uh, you guys are gonna be playing May 5th, the Friday, right? Yes, yeah. the Friday, right on. Um, so is this going to be probably your last hometown show before the record comes out? Yeah, before the record comes out, it is. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So, mm-hmm. I, can you tell me, you know, what what uh, what's is there any you know different approach to this record? What stands out? You know, this is such a like typical question. Tell me, why is this the best album ever? <laughs> you know? 
I mean, Jesus. I I do think I think that it's our heaviest record ever. But but by saying that, I don't necessarily mean it's like all the way through just the crunchiest, loudest, noisiest. I just mean every single song is is very heavy in its own way. So it's either really lyrically heavy or sound wise heavy, or or just like emotionally, there's like this cloud of heaviness, right? Um, and. Uh, I, the kind of the idea behind it was that we would walk to the very far border of like all of our influences with with every different song and not be scared to make every every different track super different from one another. Awesome. Um, and we'd we just you know we'd had these songs amounting and adding up over five years, you know. So it's weird because you would think that it would feel disjointed, but then when we sat down to do the lyrics, there were all these lyrical themes that just kind of kept coming up. Yeah. So it feels very tied together. Um, it's raw. Kurt, what, what do you, yeah. how would you say this record's it's different? Like most diverse and ambitious thing we've done, I think. You know, it's like 18 songs, and there's, you know, it's the setups are different than, you know, we, we have some stuff where it's, like a lot of percussion and like kind of crazy, not even, you know, like loops and stuff. And then there's piano and, you know, some songs I'm not even on, just it's just acoustic, sweet songs. You mm-hmm. know, there's, it's probably like, I don't know. It's it's just every side of, of uh, skating poly. And it's really, really cool. It's <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Kurt sings on a, um, he does some vocals, like not nice. like lead vocals, but I was really happy to just hear his voice. He's, he's got a really great voice. That's awesome. Um, Peyton, like uh, my favorite Peyton lyrics of all time are on this record. I okay. think like our best vocal performances yeah. of all time are on this record. We have uh, David Yao from the Jesus Lizard and Scratch yeah. Acid singing Whoa. on the track. So, yeah. Damn. That's exciting. <laughs> That's all. That is exciting. So why don't we go into, we had uh, one song here, Camelot. That's from the last record, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Let's go into the new one. Okay. Because we're talking about the new record. Let's do Hickey King. Let's do Hickey King. This is the first single from the new record. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's jump into it. It's Hickey King here on Loud and Local. We're talking with Skating Polly. We'll be back with more from them on The Rock. I drove an hour and a half, two hours back. I even got a sunburn for that boy.
Hickey King from the new record by Skating Polly. Name of it again? Chaos County Line. Awesome. Out in June on... The 23rd. Uh, June 23rd. El Camino Records. Yeah. Camino. Got it. Okay. You can pre-order it now, I'm assuming. Or uh, yeah, soon? Yeah, exactly. Okay. And uh, they're going to be playing Belltown Bloom May 5th and 6th at the Crocodile. And that's uh, over in Belltown, as the name kind of suggests, alongside L7, Pussy Riot, Mannequin, Pussy Thunder. You had to do it. Had to do it again. It's going to be an excuse to be vulgar and vile. Uh, but you know what? Um, I have you all up here. And a couple of the questions that I like to ask bands, because this is a Northwest-centric, Northwest show, um, favorite Northwest bands of all time, and whether that's a single artist, a band that you know influenced you, or a band that you're playing with these days. Well, absolutely have to say, have to say it, I mean Nirvana. Like I was yeah. raised, so I was raised on so much Nirvana. We, we at one point had a photo of Kurt Cobain in like every room of our house. Wow. Um, <laughs> my, my dad just loved Nirvana and I feel like I learned so much from them. I, um, so, so yeah, uh, duh for that one. Damien Gerardo. Yeah. I'm really into his music, especially lately, especially on our last tour. I was listening to him a lot. Um, Perfume Genius. We met yeah. them when we were up in Tacoma. They were living in cool. Tacoma around nice. the same time as us and they're one of our favorite bands, for sure. Um, Monster Watch from Seattle. Yeah. yeah, we brought those guys to Spain. They opened for us in Spain, and That's I awesome. just think they're so gnarly and so cool. Yeah, I'd put a uh, Dead Moon if yeah, you're not you know if Portland is involved. Yeah. Um, uh, and Melvins, obviously, just yeah. like, just two my favorite kind of old punk. Just that's punk to me. Both of those bands, and um, I'm trying to think. I mean. Yeah, all a lot of Soundgarden and stuff growing mm-hmm. up. I mean, all, all of that classic just grunge stuff is I'll, just yeah. insane. But. I like Kim Kimmy Dawson. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, was such and one of the first shows I ever went to was like a backyard concert that she was playing. Um, and Peyton was there too. We Didn't went, we all yeah. go to that? Yeah, we all went to. I it. mean, I, I love Kimmy Dawson. That has again just such a deeply ingrained impact on me. I was listening to her music as a kid. Um, beat happening. Yeah. We got to work with Calvin. I love the minimalistic approach. Sorry, did I steal them uh, all? The only one I have left that I haven't mentioned uh, <laughs> <laughs> is Elliot Smith. He was yeah. in Portland for a little bit, so I'm counting him. That's good. Let's go. yeah. I'm sorry for stealing them all. No, that's okay. I just watched uh, a <laughs> video. I just video. had to like, check off the list as you Yep, yep. You're like, okay. Mine. Finally, you got one. <laughs> I just watched this really awkward interview from like 1995 of Elliot Smith on this like FX morning show with like a puppet behind him. Did you guys watch that? I saw I saw that pop up on my feed. I oh didn't watch God. the whole thing. That it was, was like... so <laughs> uncomfortable. It was hilarious. And they're like, so you're on a b- label called Kill Rockstars. You really angry? You're going to kill us, Elliot? With like a Muppet behind him. And he's no. like, um, no, I'm just here to promote the album. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my God. But he's like having a good time with it. He's obviously kind of smiling, but he's just yeah. being, you know, just like, oh my God, why, why did I get here? So good times. <laughs> Check it out if you can. Um, a lot younger than I am. Uh, did you guys still, you know, buy CDs by the time when you were little kids? Or was it like all iTunes gift cards, you know? I had CDs. For CDs, yeah. okay. I CDs. Bought a lot of CDs. Um, uh, yes, and also my dad, my, my dad would burn CDs. Ooh, bad. Naughty, mixes. naughty. But yeah, he'd make road, road trip mixes all the time. First CD or tape or you know iTunes MP3s or whatever. First 
music you purchased with your own money as a kid? Peyton, you want to go first? Um, Dookie by Green Day. Awesome. At Walmart. Hell yeah. <laughs> I think, I mean, uh, it's stretching my own money to mean like money my grandparents gave yep. me. Yeah, totally. yeah, you're allowed uh, to save it up. Yeah. Uh, I think it was a Roy Orbison CD at Cracker wow. Barrel. <laughs> Again, young man, old man taste. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's. I think that's the first one. Was Roy Orbison's greatest hits at the Cracker Barrel <laughs> gift shop. So. Shout out to the <laughs> Cracker Barrel gift shop. Yeah, that's so good. Uh, mine was "So Jealous" by Tegan and Sarah on CD, and I had a little pink CD player, and I'd listen to it in my room all the time. And that's awesome. Along. And then the first vinyl I got was, and I was really excited about this because it was a band that I'd quote-unquote discovered on my own, but I mean, they were really huge at the time, but it was the XX self-titled yeah. record, yeah. and I got it on vinyl, and I was like, Dad, I found this band. Their song was in a TV show. I found them on my own. Nice. <laughs> okay, so I say if you mix Tegan and Sarah, Roy Orbison, and Green Day together, you get Skating Polly. I say yeah. that's accurate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think so, too. That's actually not that far off. Yeah. <laughs> kind of weird, but we figured we out the DNA. The, bio. the earliest <laughs> DNA of the band. That's amazing. Um, again, May 5th and 6th, they're going to be playing May 5th, but you can get a ticket for the whole weekend at Belltown Bloom, uh, along with so many awesome, awesome bands. Um at uh, Belltown Bloom, taking part of the crocodiles. Is this the first Belltown Bloom? I think it might be. I'm not sure. Is, I'm not has sure. it happened before? No, no comment. No, no I want. I want to say that maybe they had one other. It's the I first do. one we've played. Yeah, it's our first time. Cool. Yeah, because they they keep they showing a... clips of like live clips for, from what I assumed was last Belltown Bloom. I, I thought they, they have a. I don't. I, I, yeah, should, I don't. Can, it's like yeah, the 50th, and I totally don't even. Know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Either way. Uh, it used to be called Sophie Fest, you know? So. Oh, there we go, yeah. <laughs> you can edit that. No way. I'll just bleep it. Um, or we'll, the word will go backwards. Like, it used to be called Fest. So the album's coming out in June? Yes. I'm assuming you guys are going to be touring a lot after that. What are the plans, 2023 and beyond? I mean, yeah. I want to do a ton of music videos. I want to tour a ton. Cool. I'm going to go... Back to Europe as soon as possible. We got um, a tour we're going to announce for June and July for the other parts of the U.S. Keep your eyes peeled, I guess. And then we're going to, what we have to do, of course, is come back and hit the places that we're hitting in May before the album came out, you know? So, yeah. Just tour, 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 music video, music video, music video. I've already been writing more. Yeah. Um, You're like, tired of these songs. Get them out of the way. (laughs) We got new stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, well, I'm looking forward to it. Again, uh, th- you can catch them at Belltown Bloom, May 5th, over in Belltown. Get your tickets now. And then we're looking forward to the new record. We played a song from it, um, and uh, you can pre-order it a- uh, out on El Camino Records. We're going to go into a song here, but we, of course, have to ask, like, you know, if people can't come out to Belltown Bloom, whether they have, you know, night jobs, whether they have family they got to take care of, what's the best way to support y'all and follow along with y'all? I mean, uh, if, if you are, you know, we always like to throw out there, we're on Patreon. We do like, awesome. we do, we put all of our demos on there. We do these track by track commentaries. We have a little a podcast covers. we're doing. Lots of covers. That's cool. Um, Just trying yeah. to give like. We, enter, we talk a lot with the people that are. The bonus features. Yeah. yeah, and the mm. bonus features. Mm. And there's different tiers to that. Um, but also, 
We got merch online. We just yep. if you just want to keep up with us, that's a yeah. huge thing. If you just want to keep up and with us on social media and yeah. see the next time that we come to your area or just tell your friends or just share our videos or just listen to our music or just watch our videos, that's huge, you know? Yeah. Yep. We're dipping our toes into TikTok as well. So oh, we're trying. Yeah, Uh-oh. we're trying some we're figuring it out. <laughs> I made a real good sports TikTok last night, and I'm nice. not even into sports okay. or TikTok, so we're trying. <laughs> You're branching out. Um, y- y'all have played some amazing places. You were talking about Barcelona. You talking about Germany. What's the most surprising little town that you may have played that, that ended up being rad? Is there anything that mm-hmm. pops in the... Probably, Kelly mentioned it earlier, uh, Stuttgart in Germany. Uh, okay. It's just this tiny little town. Um, and we played this really great cafe called Cafe Gal- Gallo, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. and then um, we walked around the next day, and it's just it's incredible. It's just it, it really is just tiny, yeah. uh, so compact and um, just old and really pretty. Where was it that we played in New Hampshire? What was that? Right, New Hampshire. Oh, that that place with the. the mm. I love that show. The one um, with the the balcony seating and stuff. Or yeah, was it Portsmouth? Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Was great. That was a really cool. I was. That was a really cool show. Yeah, we played basketball outside, and there was like. Maybe you are a sports band. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Well, we. Yeah. We're dipping. Yeah, we're getting into it. Uh, Eugene, Oregon, is a really really cool town. They've got a great scene. Um, It's like it's punk kids who make their own clothes. Like, I love Eugene, Oregon, and I think people skip on it too much. Yep. College town too. So mm-hmm. they get, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, okay, so we're gonna go into a last song here, but I need to know who's the most outgoing member of the band, and I think I know. Yes. You. Yeah, yeah. Which one? You. <laughs> <laughs> I need you to take my job for a second. I want okay. you to. What we do here is I need to you to introduce this last song, Camelot, in the cheesiest morning radio show way possible, like over the top, like, you're listening to KISW. Coming up next is Camelot on Loud and Local. Kind of like that, okay? Okay. All right, let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. Do I have a couple takes of this or is it just one? Okay, one. Okay. And do I do it in a man voice or do I can do it in any voice? voice. Okay. Hey kids, you're listening to KISW, and up next we got the ugly pop sensation that's been sweeping the nation, Skating Polly, with their hit track, Camelot. Don't miss it. Stay tuned. That was incredible. Wow, don't take my job. Here it is, Camelot. It's Loud and Local here on The Rock.
smooth as a band rock Her heart wants Camelot But first she'll drink a lot Cry on and on and on and on and on, yeah This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.